Hey guys, we're here at the Delta's number one outdoor store, Web Sporting Goods in DeWitt, Arkansas. Welcome tonight. We have Josh Duncan here along with Ricky Moyer. Y'all stay tuned, stay hydrated, and kick back and relax. This episode brought to you by WebSportingGoods.com. Here we go. All right, guys, uh, we had an episode that we've had people request about, and uh, Bullet and Broadheads is what we come up with. And uh, I think we're going to let Josh, our Archer Department Manager, uh, talk a little bit about uh, when you go out west and what you need to prepare for it. Yeah, Bullets and Broadheads. Uh, we're we're kind of leading back to getting ready for elk season, antelope, uh, shooting moose, caribou, a little bit bigger game than we're used to in Arkansas. Um, sometimes the, the whole scenario is going to be quite a bit different than if you're in a tree stand in Arkansas or in a tree stand in Kansas. It's a little different scenario. So spot and stalk and chase them and run and gun and type atmosphere, um, which with bows, it's you're looking at plan for 60, 70, 80 yard shots. And for Ricky, it could be as close. If you're walking through a thicket, it could be 20 yards or it could be on the other side of the ridge at 700 yards. You need to be more than ready to take the shot. If you're spending that kind of money, you better be ready to take the shot, whatever distance it is. So I don't need to take a 300 legend out there and shoot elk, right? <laughs> no, but you could take a 300 PRC and kill anything on the planet. Yeah, yeah. there you go, there you go. And uh, now Bobby is expert at shooting thousand yards, shooting elk. Uh, actually, we can't really even get him to take off that time of year. So, <laughs> well, you know, and 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 you know, they're sitting there poking at me a little bit, and. Um, you know, Ricky's always wanting me to go out and shoot these thousand yard things that him and these guys go out there and do. And it's like, dude, I can't see a thousand yards. It's a good stress reliever. Kind of breaks up the norm. I was shooting yesterday, and I tell you, I feel better today because of it. You really? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it does something for me. Being outside, being in the woods, or just being out and laying in the back of the truck and poking targets that ain't that far away. Maybe it's but being off work. Maybe <laughs> that's what it is. That could that, be. That's it. exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly <laughs> right, Ricky. And, and, and related to that, your practice if you get a chance to go out elk hunting. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you put enough time into something and practice. I, I do like to shoot, and I like to shoot at unpractical distances. I'm not hunting that far away. Honest, uh, here, I don't have that kind of opportunity. But I feel like shooting at five, 600 yards makes me a better 300-yard shooter all day. I don't overthink it. I feel like it's, it's – you don't overthink it. That's just probably the best way to put it. Well, Rick, it goes it, back to it don't you, seem near as far either. No, as it used to, and that's the same thing. And and I can't relate nothing to what Josh can on this, but you know when you go to a uh, uh, shooting twenty yards, and uh, but you go to shooting forty and fifty, and you come back to twenty, and you ain't picked your bow up all year. You're like, man, I'm doing great. But you reach out to the thirty, thirty-five. It's like I need to practice. Mm-hmm. You know what's worse than missing? Hitting it where you want to and not getting it. Yeah, that's exactly. true. Tell us a bit about that, Josh. So, uh, say you spend your five grand to go shoot your 350-inch bull elk and you get out there. and you If get it's that cheap, we'll go ahead. <laughs> yep. You're standing at 60 yards and you hit it right behind the shoulder and you get four inches of arrow penetration. You barely touch it alone. Yeah. Yeah, you might hit one long, maybe. Uh, chances of finding an elk with one long. Very slim. So yeah. you got to have the right setup and the right tools to, to do what you need to do. Uh, a lot of people limit that themselves to what they can do tremendously more. 
they'll have a setup and limit themselves to 40 yards. With a little change of everything, now you have a killing setup at 80 yards. You, you know, and just just a touch of hit on that, you know, I don't shoot a lot at all. I don't practice a lot at all. I mean, whoever gets my bow from other every other year is getting a brand-new bow. But, I mean, you put me one side on there, and it was a true glow side. Mm-hmm. And nothing expensive, I think, uh, 99 bucks retail. And I was shooting pretty comfortable. I was 50 yards when I was shooting. And, it, and I'd done it really, really quick. And it just was that real simple $99 or $150 sight that you put on there for me, that one pin. Yeah, but if you think about that one pin sight that you had yep. at that time, you shooting comfortable out of 50 yards isn't what I particularly take. Not at all. I wouldn't take that sight elk hunting. Nope. And that's me. I, um, you, you told me that before. Like the a lot of stuff I would shoot deer with here, I wouldn't shoot elk with. Um, actually, we have some broadheads here on the counter that I would probably look more into shooting elk with, which is more of a cut-on-contact head. Uh, it's kind of a non-BS type head. And a lot of people shoot mechanicals because they they don't want them to shoot different, but they don't know how to go further into the tuning in order to get them to shoot the same. Um, which you've watched me shoot through paper back here a whole bunch of times, but that is just like one step into the, the whole game. When you, you take that step, then you bear shaft tune, then you shoot your broadheads, get, make sure they're all the same. Uh, normally if you bear shaft tune, which is getting your spine right, your form right, so many different things right, that you stand at 20 yards, you shoot a bear shaft and hit your your fletched arrow, then you shoot your broadhead and they'll hit the other arrow. Uh, and the best place to do that is at your pro shop, and that's what we do. Uh, here at Web Sporty Goods, we do that. Uh, we ask you to normally leave it with us because you normally spend quite a bit of time with it. And you know, I'm not just saying this because it's Josh and it's and it's our store. What and you know, one thing that I pride Josh on. I mean, and you know, we're live here, and 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 when he sits down with a guy and spends an hour and a half that that spends a fifteen hundred dollar bow or or an eighteen hundred dollar bow, or he he spends two grand. Josh spends an hour and a half with this kid or this this fifty year old guy. And he takes him out back or he takes him into the warehouse and he spends that time with him. But he's got 10 people in the line, but Josh is very patient about that. That's something that is a special thing in this business right now. Well, you know, if you're going to spend five grand to go kill elk, 2500 even if it's public ground, what is $60 to get your broadheads hitting at 80 yards? Right. That's, so, it's really uh, just a small driving bucket. Um, it could make or break a hunt. Oh, for sure. The smallest for sure. The, the smallest details are generally the ones that are overlooked. What, what, what do we do, Ricky, every year when we come in? We hand, Josh, here's our bow. I want you to yeah. check, just check it out. It's been sitting in the closet all year, but just check it out for us. And he just, It looks good. And I dropped mine last year. <laughs> <laughs> and there is some new arrows out that have a little bit more increased FOC, which is front of center, and with these newer fixed blade broadheads, broadhead. you can shoot 80 yards and get plenty of penetration help. Um, and on the other side is we're talking about sites is there is five pin movable sites where you can have your fixed pins out there and be able to move it for long distance. A lot of those is what I would probably have to roll with in if, that time period. If if you're going up North and you're shooting some big game. Yep. 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 Um, I, I'm sure you're going to talk to a lot of people have a little bit different opinion to me about 
length of bows. That's a big thing that comes up is that they think you got to have a long bow to shoot a lot of distance. You don't. I was shooting 100 yards out here with a 28-inch bow here the other day. Ricky was watching. I've got pictures. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to go out one day and do it live uh, on uh, YouTube. Just it was a solid group. You put them all in that phone. It's going to be. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be on the next TikTok. Okay. Great. Great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'd be a good one. Uh, but no, Josh does. I catch him here all the time. I, I wonder what he's shooting at sometime. And he's out like at the highway. And then like there's a white spot at the back of the property. And then I can't see where the arrow goes. It's like, here with another $30 arrow. Yeah, try to do that when you're gone. I know. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. I said, well, he's gone right now. He won't see me do this. Yeah, and then I look, pull up my camera, and there, there, there it yeah. is. It's like, I, I have to roll the winds down on both sides of the vehicle to shoot through it. I, I know. That's that's pretty neat, though. That, I hate that one windy shot, though. You know? And that cost us $200, it was, Josh. It was windy that day, though. I agree. I agree. Hey, Ricky, what are, on this long-distance shooting. Yeah, Ricky. Um, what, what do you feel like your go-to caliber on – five, six hundred yards, and what would you do? What would you recommend? Uh, killability. You know, I mean, are you, are you shooting targets or are you shooting animals? I mean, we shoot, I'm killing, buddy. I'm, I'm a we're killer. We're killing. Kill we're, we're up north, baby. We're, right. we're, 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 we're in So if I'm north. going, if, if I'm going to go shoot elk, if I'm going to go shoot elk, and I have the possibility of maybe taking an, a 500-yard shot or something along those lines, it's, it's, it's a bit of a stretch. Um I don't know. I've I've got a new cartridge that I'm extremely pleased with. Uh, big heavy thirty caliber Magnum come out a couple of years ago. Not a lot of offerings in it right now, but it is extremely powerful. I mean, it, about any distance that you want to shoot it at, as far as as you can see it, uh, I would say killability on an elk size animal probably out to seven, maybe longer. Uh, seven hundred. Okay, yep. I'm just reaffirming that. Well, I hear a lot of stories, and I've heard some pretty good stories. You know how you know which you can kind of get from them stories. I don't know how, how much truth's in them, but I've heard some really good long-range shots taken with this kind of cartridge. And, I mean, it's 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 solid. But to me, when you, you got to look at the science behind the bullet. If you take something that's, let's just say the 300 PRC, that's 212 grain, just factory bullet, and I'm not 100% sure what powder they load in it, but I know it's somewhere around 90 grains, 87, something like that. So you're getting... 2,800, 2,900 feet per second. So that's hauling coming out. You're looking at almost $4,000 worth or 4,000 pounds worth of knockdown. I mean, that is a car hitting you. And I flipped one of my steel targets at 200. I mean, it'll do it. I mean, I, I I promise you, I'd shoot anything. I'd, I'd it's like a dinosaur killer. Go to his <laughs> uh, go to his personal Facebook page. I think you posted there yesterday. I seen that on there, and right? I, and I've shot that. I mean, it's not a, it a flipped, huge target. Yeah, I mean, it, it flipped, flipped it over. It flipped it completely over. I like yeah, what no. you shoot a fifty cal or something. Ricky, did you buy somebody that know? And I've shot a fifty BMG. It's not a fifty BMG. I will tell you that fifty BMG is just it's a it's its own animal. We do need some of those. Yeah, we do need some of those. Yeah, I need one on yeah. display out there. But you know, I mean. Not saying that you can't go out west and kill a elk or a caribou or a moose or or I wouldn't do dangerous game as far as like brown bear and black bear with anything that's smaller than probably a big heavy thirty caliber mag like three hundred wind mag three hundred short mag just because it can eat you. But I would do you know I mean nothing saying you can't take uh twenty eight nosler or uh two seventy short mag three hundred short mag any of the short mag cartridges that are over twenty five and go kill something that's four or 500 pounds worth of meat. I mean, they're denser bone, they're denser meat. 
but the heart's big, lungs are big. You got a little bit more room for error. And I think when you get into a larger projectile, when you go from 25 caliber or everybody loves a 6.5 Creed, it's a bit slow. I'm not saying that you can't do it. I'm sure there's people out there that do it with less cartridge, but what I would personally do, I probably wouldn't take my 6.5 with a 30 out 6 sitting in the gun cabinet. I know I'm not going to be shooting it extremely far, but I can. Uh, it's I'm looking for power to weight ratio to getting as much penetration as I can to kill the animal effectively where I don't have to track it through a thicket or lose it. I want it to die right there if at all possible. If it, I'm spending that kind of money, I'm going to spend a little bit of extra money buying the right bullet. Will you hand me that box right there? So, like, if, if you're going to go shoot and you know the yardage is going to be a little bit far, you want something that's going to buck the wind, something that's not going to – the bullet's not going to come apart because you can't feel it when you move your hand through the air, but you have so much wind resistance on these bullets that tears them apart the further out they go. So this like this has a heat shield tip on it, and it is extremely accurate. We've run them things to chronographs with factory loads, and standard deviations are low. They're extremely good bullets. I recommend it. Uh, but I would, I, would, I would definitely pick a non-frangible bullet to shoot a heavy meat animal. It, now – First thing I want to say about Ricky's, what he was talking about there. That I ramble. No, it was great. <laughs> did you see how he, did you see how he um, talked uh, over our head? And that was a good thing. So that lets you know that Ricky really understands ballistics. He understands guns like Josh does bows. Um, uh, it, Ricky is a, is a great asset along with everybody here, but he brings a unique value here, and um, uh, I've never been around someone that's not been to a lot of school. He is self-taught, self-trained, just like Josh is too. So, you know, Josh grew up in the industry, and 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 Ricky's in the industry now, and he really likes it. And, and um, he went from working at the jail to running a whole department, and uh, he's probably one of the best shooters around here right now. If he had the time, he'd probably be shooting professionally. That's my God's honest truth. Which Josh is trying to shoot on on the tournaments a little bit. He's he's trying to step out a little bit there. Always trying. I know. Always trying. Always trying. Um, speak of trying, uh, we was out we was out on the floor a while ago, and I walked out there and talked to one of the guys that shoots three D with Josh, and he said, "Yeah, you know it's pitiful that I drive an hour and a half, and I let my competition work on my bow." And I said, "Yeah, that's kind of screwed up, ain't it?" And he said, "Yeah." <laughs> I said, "Yeah, but you know he's gonna spend the time we can take care of him, and he did." That's probably why I get beat. <laughs> yep, you working on do bus stuff yeah, good. That's right. All right, guys. As you can see, what's what we're gonna be talking about. Uh, we'd like to thank you for tuning in this afternoon to our podcast. We would like to thank Josh and Ricky for being here tonight, and uh, thank you guys for sharing so much with us. Check us out at westportygoods.com, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat. Thank you guys for shopping at West 